If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Thursday. And it is an ask Dr. Jesse Thursday because I am not here tomorrow. Back next week for a regular five day work week. Not to brag. Going to be in all five days of the week next week. But we are going to have fun tonight. Not just because it's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday and these are the best questions ever. There's so much fun. There's questions about stolen elections, commies, why women like bad music. We have great news, actual good news in the country right now. Are you ready for some good news? Things that make you smile. There'll be some things that make you cringe. We have an ambitious Chris. Go ahead and get cut two ready. I have. It's rare that I hear a policy proposal out of this administration that I stand firmly behind. But I woke up this morning and I heard this, and I'm telling you what, I stand with Joe Biden. Chris, go. Well, we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to (laughs) We're going to build a railroad from the Pacific to the Indian Ocean, Joe I'm with you, buddy. I can't wait to take a train across the Pacific 
ocean and through the Philippines and everything else. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting. I have this vision of it being an underwater train and we'll be zooming past sharks and stuff like that. And that'll be great. <laughs> All that and so much is coming up tonight on the world famous Jesse Kelly show. Now there's another bit of good news that's probably going to make you mad at first, but it shouldn't. It really should not. So I'm just going to level with you here. You know the New York Times bestseller list. It's a list they put out every single week of the 15 Air Fingers quote best-selling books in the United States of America. All right? 15. Top 15. It's considered to be very prestigious if you make the list. You walk in these bookstores and almost all the time there will be a special New York Times bestseller list section where all 15 will be there. Okay? The Anti-Communist Manifesto, because of you, was the fourth best-selling book in the United States of America last week. We finally got the official numbers in today. Last week, you made it the fourth best-selling book in the country. That's absurd. That's the good news. The bad news is... You're going to take it as bad news, but it's not. The bad news is the New York Times has decided to leave the book off the bestseller list. Leave the book off the bestseller list. Now, that probably steams you. Here's why it shouldn't at all. One, I need to clarify something. I, it's really weird. Don't ask me why. It's really stupid. I'm learning all this the way you're learning all this. They only count hard copies, paper copies. They don't count any of the audio or digital stuff. I know thousands of you bought digital or audio. They don't count that. That is, and I need to stress this, that is not me telling you to go out and buy a hard copy. You, times are tough. Money's tight. You don't buy anything else if, if money's tight and things like that. Now, if you want to give a copy to someone who needs to read it, normie norm, or you're, better yet, if you want to buy a copy for your state representative or state senator or city councilman or something like that, that's fine. Only if you can afford I'm not asking you to go out and do more than you've already done. I'm really not. I don't care. I don't care about lists. Let me tell you why this is a great thing. And I had to talk everybody off the ledge yesterday. Simon & Schuster, my publisher, they're so mad they're spitting fire. They told me they've never seen anything like this before. They've never seen the number four best-selling book be left off the list. And I'm going to explain to you the same thing I explained to Simon & Schuster. The same thing I had to explain to my family. My dad was spitting mad. You should have heard the things my dad was saying. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. I did not write this book for the New York Times. In fact, those of you who've already read it will know I wrote this book for you. And to be honest with you, that's not even totally true. I wrote this book for your kids. I wrote this book for my kids. I wrote this book specifically to oppose despicable, disgusting communists like the New York Times, so that the anti-communist manifesto 
scares these communists to the point they will leave the fourth best-selling book in the country off of the top 15 list doesn't upset me. It makes me proud. It makes me happy. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the work we did. I'm ecstatic. I am ecstatic that there is something in print that scares communists. That's what I wanted. I wanted a blueprint. What are we facing? What are the challenges? And more specifically, and not just the history, all the history in it, I wanted action items, not just for you, for me. Okay, here are the problems. What do we do with it? How do we solve it? What do we do about that? It's all written down in a book, and it scares the daylights out of the New York Times. It's not bad news. It's good news, and you should be freaking proud of yourself. I'm proud. Let's be proud of anti-communism. They don't, they don't fear these low-T weenie Republicans. They don't fear the GOP. They fear you. They fear anti-communism. It terrifies them that something like that might catch, hold, might catch on, might take hold. Doesn't that make you happy? And I know that's kind of ugly that we want them to fear. That makes me uncomfortable. It shouldn't. It should make you happy. These are evil people we are up against. Truly evil people. And more than evil people, it's an evil movement. It's a demonic movement that's all about destruction and death and misery, attacking everything from your children to your freaking gas stove. They want it all. And we, not me, we are starting a movement. There is a movement afoot. And there's a lot more than just me. So much more. It's you. There are, there are other great uh, pundits out there, some at least. There, there is a movement afoot that we now are ready for teeth. We now are ready to fight back as if we intend to preserve at least some of what we have been given by God in this country. And that this movement scares them so bad they will destroy the credibility of their own list to try to keep people from seeing it, to try to keep people from reading it. Man, upset? Man, people ask me if I'm upset. My wife, mom, Chris, everybody. You upset? You okay? You upset? Man, upset? I live for this. I know you do too. Don't you live to make bad people Miserable and afraid. I, I, I don't know if I'm not supposed to talk like that, but that's how I feel. I want the editors at the New York Times to open up the anti-communist manifesto and recoil in horror. I want them to get the best-selling book list in America and see that book and cringe and sneer and cross it out and have, can you even imagine the little meeting they had? Oh my gosh, we can't put this on there. Is there a tranny book we can put on the top? Let's get that tranny book on top. Oh, we can't have that icky, we, ick anti-communism. Ew. Isn't that good? I argue it's the best. I've never been more proud. So there you go. Good job. I'm proud. You should be proud. 
No, I don't need you to go buy another one or anything like that. If you want to, like I said, if you want to to give it to somebody, someone who needs it, if you have a normie norm in your life, if you have a kid you're trying to guide. Remember, I wrote this for my sons. I wrote this so kids could read it and know what we're facing and become anti-communists. If you have a state rep, in fact, I know you have a state rep, a state rep and a state senator, they get the things you email to them. They get the things you send them. Get a hold of them and tell them, here's the anti-communist manifesto. Read it. Your school board, your city council, go get it in their hands. We need people with teeth like you have. Be proud, man. I'm friggin' proud. Now, that's enough of that. Let's get to some good, happy national news. You want to be proud of something else before we get into all the Ask Dr. Jesse questions? Hang on. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, reminding you you can email the show during the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. So excited for the railroad from the Pacific to the Indian Ocean. My goodness, I can't wait. I need first class tickets, Joe. <laughs> All right, quit. Shut up. Focus. We have good news out there. There's yeah, obviously some bad news, and we'll get to that. And so many good Ask Dr. Jesse questions, but more good news about anti-communism in general. There's a thing about communism. It's a thing that you see consistently over and over and over and over again. Every time they're rising to power and every time they take power, the thing is this. They're never, ever, ever as numerous as they try to make you and I think they are. We wake up in the morning and we go through all these headlines and it's all horrible and it's all pride this and open border that and another hundred billion dollars for this waste and that and oh my gosh, Joe Biden's a crook and everything sucks and I, I, we're surrounded. That's what you go through it. I go through it. I read the same headlines you do. But remember, communism, while it's powerful, and I'm not denying their control of our institutions, and I'm not trying to put a happy face on things, we have a long way to go, it's always just on the surface. If you can manage to actually stand up to it, you will find out it's painted rust. And the reason they've gone so far so fast recently is everyone has felt scared and overwhelmed and, oh, my gosh, it's everything sucks. We're finished. But all it takes is a few people like you to stand up and say, no, no more. I've had enough. I've seen this. Uh, we've been on the book tour. We just did Pennsylvania last night, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It was just you bless me so much. It was over 400 people, just the best people in the world. We're doing Tampa tonight. If you want info on that, it's at jessekellybook.com if you want to come out, say hi. But so many people think like you. So many people think like me. And one of the most blessed things I've seen is people coming up to me saying, Jesse, I ran for state house and I ran, and I won because of you. Jesse, I ran for school board and I won because of you. Jesse, one guy showed up last night. I'll never, I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget this as long as I live. This guy didn't just take back a school board seat. He became a local activist 
and he replaced his entire school board with anti-communists. Every seat, gone. Now, how did he do that? What is he, some kind of magician? This is Harry Houdini. How, how could you pull some, what kind of all-powerful, he must have been a billionaire, right? How could he do that? No. Communism is soft locally. Federally, but set that aside. That's a different matter. Your local communist, he's not near as secure in his power as he would have you believe. All it takes is you becoming an activist legally and locally to strip him of everything he holds dear and take back your community, take back your town, your county, then your state, then we worry about the feds another time. All it takes is a few. Headline from today. I don't care if you're not a sports guy or a baseball guy or anything like that. I'm not either, to be honest with you. But this is an inspirational headline for all of us. You, me, all of us. I saw this and I just did one of those. Yeah, that's freaking cool. Report. Major League Baseball quietly tells teams to ditch pride uniforms. Hold on, what? Chris, I've, I know I've been on the road like a huge, important celebrity I am, but Chris, is it is it already July? I thought it was still the month of June. Chris, what is the date today again? Oh, June 15th. So we're, we're only two weeks into Pride Month, and Major League Baseball teams are saying, hey, uh, <clears throat> the Rainbow Freak Unis, ah, just, just keep those in the back. That's fine. No, no, no. We're super prideful. No, we love pride. Uh, go gay. But uh, just, just not out in public. We don't have to. We don't have to do that. Why did that happen? Did the scumbags who run Major League Baseball wake up this morning and say, "You know what? I think that this has actually been bad for the culture. I, I think it's harming kids, and it's clearly gone too far. It's become a national religion, and I'm just not comfortable with it. And I think we need to be done with it." Do you think the scumbags who run Major League Baseball said that? No, they didn't. Do you know what they woke up and saw? And you know what they woke up and said? They woke up and saw a tiny handful of Major League Baseball players. We're t- I can get, It's less than 10. Less than 10 Major League Baseball players step, stepped up and said, Ah, I'm out. I won't wear it. I'm not doing it. Think of, I don't even know how many players play in the Major League Baseball, in Major League Baseball, but I know it's a lot. Less than 10 stood up and said, no, no more for me. Immediately, the communists panicked and backed off. He relies on you and I feeling like we're powerless and surrounded and helpless. Oh my gosh, they own us all. No, they don't. All it takes is a few people like you to step up and say no more, no more. I told you there was good news out there today. I'm sorry. I've been lax on the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. I had a lot to say, but we're going to get into some of those next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Tonight is the last stop in the book tour. I've been a traveling man, Chris. You know, I finally know what the Rolling Stones have felt like all these years, traveling from city to city. All of my adoring fans, Chris, I'm sorry you weren't here. Yeah, some people asked about you, but not very many. You should know. It was maybe one. To uh, what, Chris? I'm just being honest with you. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Let's get to some Ask Dr. Jesse questions before we get back to more good news out there. More good news. Headline. Actually, what am I doing? It's not a headline. That was 
That was stupid. Chris messed that up. Way to go, Chris. Jesse, given everything we know about the way the communists run these elections, how in the world did Trump win in 2016? Did we truly catch them off guard? His name is John. Chris, if you wouldn't mind, would you play cut seven of our vice president? Go. Happy Juneteenth. Please have a seat. (laughs) And to my Divine Nine family. (laughs) Good evening, everyone. What what was funny? It was funny. Chris, if you wouldn't mind, would you... Would you play cut one for me of the president of the United States of America? They called it the G7, the build back Biden, build back better. And we realized that got confusing. So now we don't call it that. What we call it is, here's the bottom line. Look, we're the ones that caused the problem. The United States, we cleared all our land. We did all the things that to make, our, make things more easy for us to make money. What? Wait, what? <laughs> okay. All right, quit. This is I'm going somewhere with this, all right? How did Trump win in 2016? I just wanted you to hear, and it's not that any of that's news to you, but I wanted you to hear that. And I wanted to remind you of something else. Speaking of good news, maybe I, I don't know why I can't get the smile off my face today. It's You know why? It's because of you. It's because I spent the last week hanging out with you at book signings, and you just freaking, you say I inspire you and that, that I make... I make things better for you. You make things better for me. That's why I'm in such a great mood today. Anyway, the people who we're up against, they are evil. So I'm not sugarcoating that. They really are evil. They worship an evil, evil religion, communism. It's despicable. But they are not smart. Don't assign genius to people you hate. And we do this all the time. It's the most human thing in the world. I have done it in my personal life, my business life. I know you have done the same. When you have a problem with someone, it doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's if you're in school for one of the kids listening to me right now. That mean girl treating you like crap. For the fellas, that dude who tries to bully you, tries to push you around. You dislike that person, understandably. You dislike them. And so we automatically, when we dislike someone, we assign some level of genius to them. He's clearly some evil supervillain. Oh, that mean girl. What a witch. I bet she's sitting at home right now with a 10-point plan of how she's going to destroy my life. No, she's probably just a moron. That's why she doesn't like you. In your business life, in your your work life, that guy who's constantly bad-mouthing you to the boss. You think to yourself, he's plotting on me. He has this plan. He's he's got a he's got a two year plan where if he can hurt me here and hurt me there, then he'll eventually take over. No, he's an idiot. He's a jealous idiot. That's all it is. We do this with the Democrats, with the communists all the time. We assume, and the, honestly, we do this because it comforts us in a way. And I'll explain in a moment. We assume the people who are destroying us, who are tearing down everything we love. We picture them right now sitting not not around some table with stale donuts with Joe Biden. I can't. Uh, we're building a railroad uh, across 
The world that sounds good. We don't like to picture them that way. We actually like to picture them in some secret room. They've got expensive uh, booze. What's an expensive sounding booze, Chris? Brandy. Brandy sounds expensive. Chris, is brandy expensive? Jews don't drink brandy or you don't drink brandy? Okay, what sounds expensive, Chris, or it's fancy. You wouldn't understand like I would. Anyway, they're sitting around, they're sipping brandy and smoking cigars in their fancy $10,000 suits, and they have a genius plan to destroy us. No, they're actually idiots. They're actually really, really stupid. They're evil, and they're ambitious. They, they love to destroy, but they're not intelligent. So what happened with Trump in 2016? Well, remember... 2016, yes, Trump very much caught them off guard. They thought he was just some incompetent boob who didn't know anything. Oh, that stupid idiot Trump. What an idiot. So, yes, he did catch them off guard. Hillary Clinton not even visiting the critical swing state of Wisconsin in the 2016 election. That might be the biggest election blunder in the history of the United States of America. These people should live during a presidential campaign in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, all the swing states they need. Don't come to Texas. Uh, No, no. Go to a swing state. That's what decides the election. She didn't even visit. So sure of her win, she didn't even visit. So that's part of it. But another part of it is this. And we have to understand this. I know this actually gets a little... down, I guess, if we're being honest, but let's remember this. The reason they were in such a good position to win, if we're going to call it that, in 2020, was mail-in balloting. Because of our idiotic, suicidal COVID policies, remember the very idea that you should lock down your economy, your country, because of a virus is insane. It's the most destructive idea in the history of mankind, but it's somehow something that just caught on for the whole planet. Well, yeah, no, we should wear a mask and uh, no one should go to work. And because of that, that turned into mail-in balloting, tons of mail-in balloting. Yeah, no, no, all mail-in. We can't, we're not safe at the polls, just more mail-in. It doesn't really matter what you believe about what happened in 2020 or what I believe. It doesn't matter. None of that matters at all. Mail-in balloting is ripe for cheating. That's why many, many, many countries, first world, civilized countries around the world, countries like France, they do not have it. They will not allow it. And if you ask them, they've written it down, they will say, because it's not secure. It's not secure at all. Why do you think Joe Biden got the, quote, most votes ever, 81 million votes? Because the country went to all mail-in balloting. Mail-in balloting is easy to cheat. And we've done this little thought experiment before. Remember, if you have someone in your life who says, there was none of that, quit being a conspiracy theorist. Well, if I have a 100-person village and we have an election and everyone has to show up at one of our huts and show his ID and vote and he votes in person and turns it in, that's one level of security. But if everyone can just kind of give their vote to one guy who goes around collecting them and then he takes them to one hut and kind of organizes them there and then they go to a different hut and they organize them there and then and then eventually they make their way down to where the votes are counted. Well, just by basic logistics, that's the least secure way you can have an election, period. Too many stops, too many moving parts. 
Donald Trump won in 2016, and then we went to a COVID voting strategy, and then now we have Joe Biden as president. But yes, he very, very, very much caught them off guard. They underestimated him severely, as they probably are still doing. All right. You want some more good news? I have more good news. And then more questions. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, broadcasting today from the beautiful state of Florida at the great WFLA. And I'm looking out the windows and Florida's so pretty. There's just so much... There's water, and it's pretty, and there's sunshine, and it's pretty. And I mean, look, Houston is just probably the best eating city I've ever been to, and food rules my life, as you know, as you know. That's why everyone brings me food at the book tour stops. It rules my life. and I, So Houston always sucks me back in with the food, but man, there are some seriously beautiful places in the country. I'll say this, though. You know what, Florida? I've got to say this. Like, as long as I'm bragging on Florida, and I just love it here. As long as I'm bragging on it, let's let's have it. Florida, let's, let's have a talk here. I showed up at WFLA, and they're freaking wonderful here. I love these people. And I'm, they were showing me around the studio because that's what they do with huge, important celebrities, Chris. But I get to the kitchen of iHeart here, and it's beautiful. It's a lovely kitchen. Don't get me wrong. And I'm hungry, as I, as I usually am. I'm hungry. And they have out chips and queso. And I say to myself, oh, I just wasn't thinking. I don't even know what I was thinking. I said, no, I know, Chris. I know. I know. I said, oh, nice. Chips and queso. Man, nice. Like, I had one chip. One chip. I never have one chip. Normally, I'll just wipe out the whole bowl. One chip. And I said, what is this? Filth. They cannot do Mexican food here in Florida to save their lives. They can't. It should have been fritters, like conch fritters. Chris, can you people eat conch fritters? Are you... Are, Oh, yeah, it's shellfish. Are there any fritters? There are other fritters. Do oysters count as shellfish? I guess they probably do because they're in a shell, I would guess. They they probably do. You never. You don't have to answer that, Chris. It's not very nice to just stay quiet. I guess I figured it out on my own. Are there are there fish fritters? I know you people eat fish. Oh, apple fritters are delicious, but I can't eat them anymore. You know how I have. I'll get back to the news in a second, okay? I'm talking about something. I, uh, you know how I have, everyone knows I have an iron stomach. Uh, it's, I don't know why. Maybe it was my mom's cooking. Uh, maybe it's just part of being white trash, but I could eat. I, I could just sit and just eat nails and it'll be fine. My, my body would digest it. Everything would be fine. But one time and one time only, I don't even know how this is possible. I had an apple fritter when I was a kid. I was, a, I say a kid, I was in high school. I had an apple fritter and I got sick real sick and ended up uh giving it back just didn't want to didn't want to keep it in there ended up giving it back and now i can't eat them anymore and that sucks you know what i think we should move on i have i have better news i have better things to talk about than that that's you know what you know what the problem was back then i didn't have any chalk in me that was the problem back then my body back then it was too weak to handle a little food poisoning I didn't. I probably didn't have the testosterone levels needed to be man enough to fight off food poisoning. You know what? I'm eating an apple fritter after this. You know why? 
Because I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for over a year now. I've got freaking testosterone coming out of my eyes at this point in time. And it's not big pharma crap. It's not going down to one of these testosterone clinics where they give injections. Do you think it's good for you to go down and get injections, guys? How about natural? Everything we do now needs to be natural. They have endless natural herbal supplements at Chalk for whatever you're looking for. But natural natural herbal supplements, the best. They have a male vitality stack, fellas. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off that stack. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. Ladies, there's a female vitality stack. You ready to be full of pep, vitality, energy, all natural again? Chuck.com, promo code Jesse. Again, it's C-H-O-Q. 35% off the lifetime of the subscription is tough to beat. You know what, Fritters? I'm coming for you, courtesy of Chalk. Let's get to some good news. No more rate hikes. Well, you know, that's not fair. I I probably put too sunny of a face on that. No more rate hikes for now. That's probably a better way to put it. (laughs) Fed pauses interest rate hikes after a year. But signals more tightening is to come. You know, forget I read that second part of the headline. There's not going to be any more tightening. It's not like in three months they're just going to jack the rates again. They're absolutely going to jack the rates again. Let's just focus on the good parts for right now. Fed, I'll read it in a different voice, Chris. That way people will forget about the other part. Fed pauses interest rate hikes after a year. See? No more interest rate hikes. There we go. It actually is sad. We had a a driver in Salt Lake City because when you're – the second coming of Ernest Hemingway, they get drivers set up for you. No, in all seriousness, the publisher has drivers taking us from the airports and hotels and stuff like that, so we're not driving around. But this guy, this good dude, we were talking to him from the airport to the hotel, and he was getting married. He was excited. And I'm like, so it was an insensitive question, but you know, I know you're not surprised about that because it's me that I ask insensitive questions. I don't. I don't really take other people's feelings into account before I speak, and that's really gotten me into a lot of trouble. But I assumed because they were getting married. I I shouldn't say I assumed. I hoped because they were getting married, they were going to buy a house or get a home. And I were driving, and I said to him, oh, get married. Congratulations. That's good. And I made sure it was a woman. And I said, that's that's awesome. Are you and your wife, do you have a home? You're going to buy a home? And right as I said that, we happen to be driving by a billboard, one of these billboards advertising mortgages, and it was 6.6%. They were advertising it on a billboard as if that's a good thing. Hey, yeah, 6.6%. Great news. And he looks up at it. And it's a great timing. He looks up at it and he says, nah, not quite yet. And he points to the billboard. <laughs> so I guess, I guess a quick pause on that is good. It would be better if they could... Come down, but when you stop your economy and print $6 trillion in the name of a virus that virtually everyone survives, there are going to be casualties to that. Oh, well, I only wish there was some extremely handsome author who had warned about such a thing. If, if, his, if, his, uh, if, if they had only listened to him and the highest levels of power heard what he was saying and they chose to ignore him, and now we have 6.6% interest rates. Anyway, let's get to the questions. Jesse. Would you ever consider teaming up with another radio host in the future? If so, who would you consider? 
If you did, you could split the cost of those expensive tequila shots next time you hang out with Clay and Buck. Stay humble and keep the truth flowing from your magical microphone. That all don't let all the newfound fame go to your head. It make your it'll make your hair fall out. You know what? That's not very nice. All right, that's not very nice. And the comments about my hair at the book signing events are also not very nice. I've done everything I can to try to mitigate the hair loss. Actually, that's not true. I haven't done anything. I brought it up to my mentor, Michael Berry, and he said to me, you know, they have shampoos and stuff like that that may slow things down. And I said, Michael, why? I, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to lie to ourselves here? I don't, I don't believe in just fighting losing battles. It's, it's over. It's over. I know it's over. Uh, it's... There are probably things that work, and I'll tell you something else. This is going to sound weird. There, I'm sure there are things that work. I, there's probably something at Chalk that'll work. I, I should just ask Seton at Chalk. I bet you he has something, but I don't know. I don't know that I'm dreading being bald because I don't like having to buy shampoo. Is that weird? Chris, is that weird? I just want to soap it. Doesn't that sound fun? Well, no, I don't buy shampoo now, but the wife does, and that stuff, I'm sure it's not cheap. Wouldn't it be nice to just lather it up? I, I accidentally ran out of time before I answered the question, but I will answer the question next. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.